Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back to nothing new with Michigan football. Um, and this week, we're just going to gloss over not actually paying attention to Wisconsin and move on to other items. <laughs> Michigan football is so bad. Harley and I were like, what do we talk about this week? Because, like, neither of us want to spend any time dwelling on Wisconsin. But we're like, you know who's that hot new team in town? Rutgers University. Um, They are one in three, just like we are. Um, And we have a primetime game against them this week because it's, I mean, we're going to be neck and neck. Same record. Michigan's the underdog. Like, this is a big-time game, so we're just trying to prime your mind um, to go in full-on Rutgers mode because we have no um, – we're not going to make any claims that Michigan's going to win, so we're mostly just preparing you for after this game when you inevitably have to become a Rutgers fan, uh, like, what you need to know. Or maybe you'll, like, start to sympathize with Rutgers fans and realize that this year you are a Rutgers fan. And we're going to kind of, like Hannah said, get you into that, like, state of mind. Like, what they do, what makes them tick, what do they do at games, all that kind of fun stuff. And I'm sure if you've been there, you might know about some of these things, and I'm sorry that you had to be there. Um, (laughs) But we're calling this the best of the worst week. We're not including Penn State in this, even though we know they're probably the worst of the Big Ten. But with this matchup, a 1-3 Michigan, a 1-3 Rutgers, it's pretty much the best of the worst because Rutgers is notoriously known as probably one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. And maybe arguably we are right now, but welcome to the best of the worst. Not a rivalry game, just best of the worst. Yeah, I was calling it rivalry week and Harley gently corrected me. Um, I was like, it's not really that. (laughs) We all know that MSU is Rutgers' rival. Yes, and Michigan. We have too many to like. We have too many to keep track of. That's very true. And by that, I mean one. Everyone else tries to claim that we're their rival, and I'm just like, it's really not you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I consider Notre Dame a rival, but I mean, I don't think we're in the space to like claim that certain teams aren't our rivals right now. I do have to say though, as we were doing our Rutgers research right before we started recording. Um, I was watching these videos of them, like, singing their fight song and stuff. We'll get into all of that. And I was thinking, Mm -hmm. man, it must suck to get all hyped up every week, have fun, get dressed up for football, and then watch your team lose consistently every single conference game, except for Michigan State this year. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I have something to learn from Rutgers. Because I think that as long as Ward Manuel refuses to fire Jim Harbaugh, I might have to get used to this position that Michigan's in where we are consistently losing games. And Rutgers, like, they lose games all the time. They're used to it. It's part of their thing, part of their shtick, and they just vibe. Like, they're, they're, those fans are still happy. So I aspire to be more like a Rutgers fan in coming years, and hopefully this episode will help prepare you guys all to feel that way. You know what? You're totally right. Because they wake up, like you said, probably at the same times that we would probably do for, like, evening or noon games. Get all ready. Go to parties with their friends. Maybe not this year, but, like, any other year. Probably this year. And they're just like, I'm so excited for football Saturday. But then you wouldn't have to have a care in the world. Like, you wouldn't have to go in with all this stress that us Michigan fans always go into games with. 
remember all those games you walked into the big house, like the Wisconsin game, the Notre Dame game, the Ohio State game, obviously, the Penn State's, all of them, and you're just stressed the whole time until the the Iowa game last year, where you were stressed oh my the whole gosh. game. Remember that? Rutgers fans can't even relate. They just walk in, and they're like, I'm just going to see what I'm going to see, and then I'll probably leave. Maybe go get, like, Jimmy John's on the way back to my dorm or something, and I'm just going to have a good time, and I'm not going to have a care in the world. Maybe I'll go do my homework, because that's probably way more fun anyway. But they know how to do it. Yeah. But we don't. So I think you're right. We have something to learn here. Maybe it's just for this year. Maybe it's for the next few years. Who honestly knows? And any... I think we all need to like t- let go, take a deep breath, and be a Rutgers fan. <laughs> Not necessarily like actually rooting for Rutgers, but internalize being what a Rutgers fan is. And if any Michigan fans are thinking right now, like, no, we're Michigan, we're the winningest football team of all time, I am not going to stoop down to the level of a Rutgers fan, just, like, take a second, look in the mirror, look at our record this year, look how we've looked this year. We are no better than Rutgers fans. Get off your high horse. We are just as bad as Rutgers. Well, we could lose to them this week. I have no (laughs) doubt that it will be close. Um... (laughs) So we're going to go a little into the history of the Michigan Rutgers, um, what it, we're not calling it a rivalry, the Michigan Rutgers history. So Rutgers, mm-hmm. as we know, is the birthplace of college football, but yeah, we've only played them six times because they haven't been in the Big Ten that long. The series is currently 5-1 and one Michigan. Rutgers has beaten Michigan one time, and it was in 2014. Um, I Michigan- that was their first year in the Big Ten. It was in 2014. And everyone made fun of us for that. So really nothing can hurt us right now because we lost to them the very first time they ever played us. And that if that wasn't embarrassing enough, then, you know, I don't think anything else could be when it comes to life. playing records. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When it comes to playing records, nothing was more embarrassing than probably losing the first time you ever played them. Especially for, like, their notoriety of being god-awful yeah. in the Big Ten. Um, so... Michigan's biggest win against Rutgers was in 2016. I have, I don't know why I have the score wrong here. I've watched this game so many times because it's one of my favorite games to watch. Michigan beat Rutgers 78-0. to um, Chris Evans led the team in rushing, which I thought was kind of funny because, I don't know, it just feels like that was an entirely different team, but we still have Chris Evans here. Um, he led the team in rushing with 153 rushing yards. And a fun little tidbit. I like to share here is if you've heard of the concept of a Rutger, it's from MGO blog. It's a little thing they have and they have like all sorts of Rutgers, like a total Rutger, an auto Rutger, like whatever. But a total Rutger is when you have fewer yards than the opposition has points. Um, this occasionally happens. It's really just a really bad loss. And in 2016, Michigan Rutgered Rutgers because Rutgers only had 39 total yards and Michigan had 78 points. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's a fun fact because it just kind of shows how far we've come. In 2016, we were Rutgering Rutgers, and this year, Rutgers might Rutger us. Maybe we won't get Rutgered, but it'll probably be way more back. It'll probably be, like, maybe something like the 2014 game where they kind of only beat us by two. Yeah. Like, I can see that kind of happening. Like, it being close the whole time, you're like, yeah, maybe eventually we'll pull away, and then it'll just be like, well, 
I don't know why I expected something else, but <laughs> would you consider that wins, a nail biter? Pleasantly surprised. No. Yeah, I was gonna say like and- I won't be on the edge of my seat. Like, oh no, because like I said, nothing can hurt me right now when it comes to Michigan football because I have just I let all that they do just roll right off me. I don't even let it like come near me at that at this point. <laughs> yeah, so just, like I have like a shield, a six foot shield, and the time they hit the shield it can't get to me in any capacity so even if we beat Rutgers 26-24 like I don't know if that's much better than losing to Rutgers 26-24 like it's still Rutgers and I know Rutgers beat Michigan State who beat us so like technically by the transit property Rutgers has already beaten us but it's one of those games where it's like if we don't beat them by multiple scores I really don't care it's the same thing as losing that to them and we all like made fun of like MSU for being god awful when we lost to them. Because they were, like, they were. <laughs> you mean they are? They are. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> and we always always make fun of Rutgers for being god awful. And usually it's like just because we can, we usually have confidence in our team to at least beat Rutgers, um, and then maybe like a Wisconsin or a Penn State depending on the year. But this year. I really just don't feel that confident to say, like, walking into this, like, oh, Rutgers is so bad, we're absolutely going to, like, blow them out of the water. I'm like, no, that's what I thought we were going to do against MSU. And obviously MSU happened, and I haven't looked at a single down since. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) So then I like to call it, I made this, like, little, like, analogy here. So we always, so people, you know, probably call Rutgers the Big Ten's doormat. So Rutgers is to doormat of the Big Ten. As Michigan is to a shower mat. And I say it because like you know that like mat you have outside of your like shower that you step on probably to like dry your feet, but also so you just don't like slip all over the place after you like take a shower. That's it's what they're kind for? of I assume I don't actually know why they're there. I thought it was Honestly, so like your floor doesn't get wet, but that doesn't really make sense because it doesn't. Maybe cover like because the floor doesn't get wet from your feet, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. No, I know what you mean. Yes, I I have a shower like, mat. I'm step familiar. On it, yeah, <laughs> you step on it constantly. You assume it's clean the whole time and nice because it's like fluffy and not a doormat covered in dirt. Like you would put your bare like feet on it, so to speak, not more so like than a doormat. I wouldn't really want to put my bare feet on that. But it's, like, still very dirty, and you should probably wash it, and you probably haven't washed it since you owned it. So, like, you kind of just, like, have, like, bad vibes about it, and kind of just, like, I don't know, probably should, like, throw it away and get a new one. Like, I don't know. That's, like, it's just a great analogy. <laughs> so, like, they're still kind of dirty underneath, and people are still gonna step on you, and it's just a matter of, like, how you're, like, seen. Like, Michigan isn't necessarily viewed as a doormat because we're not constantly being, like, stepped on like a Rutgers is. But in a sense, we kind of are. And it's kind of, like, in all aspects. Like, we're being stepped on when it comes to recruits. We're getting stepped on when it comes to coaching. We're getting stepped on in all of those other things that we have problems with. But in the end, it's still a fluffy mat, so not a lot of people complain. Yeah. About getting their feet all dirty. <laughs> Something I've noticed 
I, I think this pertains. I'm not sure I'm completely understanding the analogy, but I'm just going to go with it and assume I'm getting it right. <laughs> um, something I've noticed that a lot of people are upset about, but I'm actually happy about, and I think I tweeted this, is that, like, the media is super, super hyper, like, national media, not Michigan sports media, is super hypercritical yeah, of Jim Harbaugh and of, um, like, Michigan football, and I really appreciate that because I'm like, wow, people still expect more out of Jim Harbaugh? Like, people people still expect, or not necessarily out of Jim Harbaugh, but they still expect more out of Michigan football. They still, like, consider us one of those teams that should be performing at an elite level, even after how horrible we've looked over the past few years. Like, I can't believe they still, like, expect that of us because you don't see them criticizing Rutgers. Like, we really are. We're a Rutgers 2 team this year. Um. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that had to do with your analogy, but it reminded me of when you're like, people aren't afraid to like put their dirty feet on it. That's I, that's where my mind went. <laughs> um, I think so, so to speak, because like, you know, you always kind of like deep down, you probably know that the mat is kind of gross and you should wash it. Mm-hmm. But inherently, every single time you step on it anyways, because you you it just has the like clean facade. So it like has that like kind of like attention, so to speak, like. I expect this to be clean all, always because I'm always clean when I step on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, like, you know, maybe you should pay attention to more of the, like, deeper set issues that are <laughs> before you. <laughs> um, so, a little more look at the history of the Rutgers-Michigan rivalry, if you will. Um, so, Michigan is first in all-time wins. This is just kind of comparing the two programs. Michigan is first in all-time wins, as we know, with 963 total wins. I don't know when this graphic was created. I think, like, maybe before the season started. And Rutgers is 41st in all-time wins. Um, Michigan is second in number of weeks in the AP poll. Rutgers is 83rd in number of weeks in the AP poll. Um, Michigan is second in national championships. This is out of all the NCAA football teams, by the way. Um, Rutgers is 43rd in national championships with zero. I think a lot of teams are tied at zero. So all of that looks really good for Michigan. One notable thing that I wanted to point out is that <laughs> Rutgers has a better bowl record than Michigan. Which, like, so Michigan is is 21 and 27 and Rutgers is 6 and 4. Wait. I'm confused by this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did I read that right? And I also assume this graphic is probably from out of the Power 5 conferences. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think that obviously the, like, math looks better for records and a bowl record, so to speak, because there's been fewer. But, honestly, having, like, I kind of wish I had, like, maybe six of the last, like, ten I was in. I don't know. That sounds nice. I mean, <laughs> I Michigan's know. bowl performance has has left it's us wanting so a lot lately. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm so. good with being jealous of Rutgers on their bowl game record. Like, sure, we, like, complain that we've been to more, but have we really? Well. If we only have a... <laughs> Point four three eight winning percentage like come on i think like the better argument is just that we've been in harder bowl games but like i don't want to hear it any game michigan plays is probably just 
as stupid as a Rutgers <laughs> like, bowl game. It, yeah. But, yeah. Who knows, honestly. But, eh. I think we'll just move on, so to speak, to kind of, like, get into the minds, like, picture yourself as a Rutgers fan waking up, and it's Saturday, <laughs> in a non-pandemic year. What are you going to do with yourself? I don't know, Harley. Up, what are you a, you're, We wake up, you're in an alternate reality. You're attending the Rutgers University. You're no longer in Bursley Hall on North Campus as a University of Michigan student. You're at Rutgers at some nameless hall, I assume. I don't actually know any of their dorms. It's Saturday. You have your friends. What are you going to do? So apparently you hop on the bus and everyone everyone gets on the bus, apparently. It's a very big thing to ride the Rutgers bus. <laughs> New Brunswick, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and you have these little game day rituals i guess like people know about well they every school has a band so i don't know why they think that makes them special or different or (laughs) but they do have a horse my cat is meowing very loudly sorry um (laughs) and i'd like to make a note that when hannah sent me this link to rutgers game day when they're talking about their horse, it says after the band's performance, you're treated to a fans are treated to a special video. I don't know if it's like the equivalent of the chain of the James Earl Jones video. I assume not because nothing competes with that. But that's probably why they called it special. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reading about Rutgers traditions, like as much as I'm down on Michigan lately, reading these traditions, I'm like, eh, actually, it is kind of great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Like our traditions Sometimes, are yeah. way better. <laughs> So apparently this video is like about the knight on this horse galloping by iconic spots on the Rutgers campus. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the video, it's probably one of those like edit things where it starts like running through the tunnel and then it appears in real life and you're like, whoa, the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the next best part was the night pulse. Which was mm, we practiced this actually. We did, but this was Hannah. Hannah laughed at it because it was a tradition that was born five years ago in twenty fifteen. <laughs> so I don't know what they were doing beforehand, um, but they have a fan hype video which has the song, "The Hum," by Dimitri Vega and a few others. Like I when I looked up the, um, the YouTube hum. video for it, it was like had a bunch of other artists as well. And what they do is they, like, the players... Oh, the players do it, too. The players and the fans, I guess they, like, make a fist and, like, pound their chest to the beat and <laughs> chant to the song. And <laughs> to the high-energy song, as the student section bounces, this is me quoting the page, and the stadium rocks right before kickoff. I think we both laughed at the absurdity of that, just picturing Rutgers' stadium, like... <laughs> pulsing so to speak <laughs> having a pulse i don't know maybe it's like the irony on their part like they're like guess what guys we do in fact have a pulse here <laughs> like it may look like you're playing in front of no one but actually we have a pulse so props to them if that's what they are actually doing because that's actually hilarious um and i guess they think that they're edgy because as hannah put in quotes on our sheet here 
as, and I'm going to cite this RutgersGameDay.com again, we're just a bit louder than the average fan base. What are your thoughts on this? I'm sorry. Everything about this is so funny to me. <laughs> and Rutgers, <laughs> we are in New Jersey, we're just a bit louder than the average fan base. Shut up. Um, they might be. I don't know. <laughs> they probably get pretty rowdy in New Jersey. I don't think there are too many of them, though. Like, I doubt that they're, like, that much louder than the average fan base, but it does seem they like to, you know, pound their chest. Um, we learned a little bit of their fight song, um... Which, like, so their fight song is interesting. Listen here, folks, if you're not listening already. Um, so the band, like, plays the fight song, but they don't sing along to the whole thing. There's just, like, a little part of the song where the fans chat in unison. And here's their chant. I'm not really entirely sure on the rhythm, but I'll give it overall. Are you ra ra? Are you ra ra? Woo ra, woo ra, Rutgers ra. So, like, uh, Harley, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I just can't imagine doing that. <laughs> like, where does that fit in? It's probably like it's great. No, no, no. It's oh, after like, after every Scarlet Night touchdown. So obviously, you probably don't know this song very well. <laughs> but <laughs> no, do you remember in 2016 the Rutgers band started playing "Hail to the Victors"? <laughs> Like, come you on, know, we I need would... our reps. <laughs> um, but yes, the bells must ring is their fight song that they play after a Scarlet Knight touchdown. I don't know how often that's played. Um, was probably very loud and very enthusiastic when it does occur. Um, and I don't think it holds the same weight as Hail to the Victors because obviously nothing really does. But oh it's so bad but it like fits Rutgers so perfectly that I like honestly like can't make fun of it because it's just so on par with them like Harley we didn't read their third down tradition could I read this yes please do when the Scarlet Knights defense is on the field um okay sorry I need to learn how to read when the Scarlet Knight defense is on the field on third down SHS stadium volume level soars fans act as one (laughs) What? <laughs> Partaking in the famous third down tradition. How famous do you think this third down tradition is? <laughs> Which features For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. All fans mimic the motion of playing an air guitar before belting out, let's go nights. Um, okay, the fans act as a one. What? For their famous third down tradition. The, Can you like, imagine having to play an air guitar and then say, let's go Knights? Like, what do we do on first down? Don't we just go like, ah. Uh... On third down? Right, yeah, yeah third do down. The... And then after just the third like, down, shriek. we do the you suck if they go through now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a lot to have to manage on a third down. Like, you have to like, air guitar and say, let's go. When do you think the third down happens, or that let's go Knights happens? On the snap? Should we proposition for them to have a like fourth down like punt song? <laughs> Let's go I feel like they probably should have something like after when they, they punt. Always... Yes. <laughs> well, because this is when the defense is on third down. But yeah, I think they should have a song for when. Like, I mean, just like how we're proposing that we should have a chant for when we go three and out, which is the "We Suck" chant. 
I think Rutgers should have a chant for when they punt as well. Yes. Like, let's let's go nice. Yeah, they should have one on both sides of the ball. Like, obviously, there's the, like, third down for the defense. Yeah. And also, there should be one for (laughs) the fourth down. Like, when they have to, like, exit the field, a fourth down song. Yeah, like, we suck. Or just, let's go Knights. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rutgers, rah, rah, Rutgers. (laughs) Let's go Knights. (laughs) Okay, we've reached our favorite part. Our favorite game day tradition. Honestly, it's very catchy. After listening to it, it's kind of been stuck in my head ever since then. Same, same. But I'm assuming... Oh, yes, it says win or lose, so probably mostly lose. (laughs) Um, It's the, uh, oh. It's their equivalent to the, like, hail to the yellow and blue, like, that song that they play at the end. The song represents sticking together through good times and bad, which, like, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) It's called On the Banks of the Old Raritan. And it is actually really catchy. I personally suggest watching the video as they like roll through like Rutgers old and new as like a <laughs> bunch of like choir men sing to you. It's a very nice experience. I think we're going to include it at this point in the podcast. Yeah, I'll include it and here. So please enjoy the next few moments. It's very beautiful. And I think. I can almost guarantee you might hum it afterwards. this it's like one of my embarrassing moments in life after a game um Mm -hmm. we were doing like the yellow and blue and you know how you have to put your or like whatever that song is called and like you have to put your arms around everyone um so like but Mm -hmm. you take your arm away for like the hell because you have to like put your arm up and then you like put it back Mm -hmm. so like i was next to some Mm -hmm. random dude i didn't know and like then after the hail i like Okay, I feel like I already had had an embarrassing encounter with him before this, but I don't remember what it was. But I was, like, already, like, kind of, like, 
like iffy and then after the like hail like i reached to put my arm back but he was like walking away and then i like reached further and like gathered him in and he was like no i'm leaving i was like oh okay bye (laughs) (laughs) i thought he was just like shy and didn't want to partake in the tradition (laughs) I was like, no, I just want to beat the crowd. And, like, this wasn't a dude who was, like, sitting with us. Like, he wasn't, like, a friend of a friend. I had just, like, moved down to one of the bottom rows and, like, ended up by people I didn't know. I think about that every time that song is on. (laughs) I'm sorry it brings up such bad memories for you. But the old red tan is, like, that's a fresh one. Like, that one doesn't have any bad memories yet. So let's keep it that way. And it's way more, like, upbeat, oh, I think, Oh, 100%. Like, it reminds me of, like, my days as a little camper when it's... there was a choir of old people and they were singing, like, like the heaven songs and stuff. It sounds like one of... Yeah, the like, I feel the like the banks Raritan. of the old Raritan would be in heaven. Me too. <laughs> so after, like, engaging with all this Rutgers content, Hannah and I decided that we were going to go to Rutgers when it's safe to do so. And sing the Banks yeah. of the Old Raritan. Maybe film like a music oh, video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was really fun. We're really <laughs> good forgot, at music like, videos. I forgot we experience with that. Yeah. But I think we will round this episode out by previewing the actual Rutgers game and maybe being serious for like 30 seconds. The game is on Saturday at 7.30 on the Big Ten Network. Um, obviously, no one is ranked because, as we prefaced in the beginning of this episode, we are 1-3, and, and they are also running 1-3. and three. Um, I think we should point out that Rutgers is probably a group that is used to playing <laughs> in front of absolutely nobody, even though their website says otherwise. I honestly don't think it impacts Michigan whatsoever because we've been very consistent in one thing, and that's just being bad. Um, and like we said, like one we can one can hope that we can win because talent wise we are definitely better. But even if we lose, I haven't felt anything since the MSU game. Yeah, same. So same Michigan football, you can't hurt me. Rutgers football, like maybe you can. I don't know. We'll see. Should we end? Should we close it out with "Go Knights"? No. Okay. No. Because in this very moment, we are. Still All right. We'll see if we still are next week. So I wish I wish them luck in New Jersey. Um. I won't be participating. I'll I'll keep with everybody on Twitter because. When it gets bad, then I actually stop paying attention to even Twitter. But <laughs> we will see you on Saturday. Maybe just Hannah, not actually me. Um, and hopefully, maybe we can get a win. I'd like to be like that'd be two fun. Three. But who knows? Yeah, that'd be kind of mm-hmm. nice. Give us a break, you know. From I haven't really the thought about it though. I haven't really given it much consideration, um, to be honest. For like, what would happen if we won? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, everyone in Michigan, stay safe. Obviously, Hannah, you stay safe as well out in Massachusetts. All of the stuff um, going in place for Michigan starts tomorrow. So, I hope everyone stays safe and healthy. 
and limit your large gatherings and wear a mask. And that is all I have. Go blue. Yeah.